My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast with the monthly horoscope for December 2021. Here we are at the end of the year, and that means it's time for Mindful New Year, my favorite course to offer at this time. And you can sign up right now at mindfulnewyear.com. You can go on the waiting list, or if you're listening to this a little bit later, the registration will be up there. We're going to be meeting live on Zoom on 12-12-21 to review the past year and look at all the transits coming up next year and a few years ahead, some big shifts happening. So you'll have all of that overview and be prepared for all of that well in advance. And you'll have it all laid out so you can plan your year using Vedic Astrology, just like I've done for a long time now. I just shared on my Facebook page an old post that came up from 2014 the sort of prototype of what this course became, where I wanted to just lay out the year and see, okay, when are all these Mercury retrogrades coming up so I can plan for that? And then, oh, there's this other big thing happening here so I can plan for that. Well, what if you could plan for the whole year and not just kind of go blindly into it and figure it out as you go, but to have a plan of when's the best time to start a new program that you want to offer, or maybe you want to start a new business or change your business or change careers or move. All of those things we can see quite easily through the transits of the year and then knowing how they apply to you personally, which is what I will be doing with you live on Zoom. And if you can't be there live, you can catch the recording, but that'll be on 12-12-21 live on Zoom. And if you go to mindfulnewyear.com right now, you can probably see that or you'll see the uh, notification to be notified when the sign up is up on the page so you can enroll. So talking about this month, the last month of the year, So still some big shifts going on and big transits this month, including we're inside of the eclipse season right now as I'm recording this and having the eclipse coming up here on December 4th, Saturday. So we'll be talking about that and we'll talk about Venus going retrograde. This is a pretty significant transit. doesn't happen very often every couple of years, but it's a big deal when it does. And then, of course, we have the full moon in Ardra, which is pretty significant because it's tied to back the beginning of the lockdowns and how that is affecting things now. And I'll look at five things to focus on this month and five things to avoid or work around this month, as well as the 10 major transits of the month, just like we did last month. And then week to week, I'll go through the weekly transits and the things going on with the nakshatras and more detail and more specific things for each week. So first of all, this month, five things to focus on. Number one is clarifying your vision. And this is, again, part of why I have the Mindful New Year course at this time. But it's also because of some things going on we'll get into with the transits, like Neptune going direct. Neptune represents illusions, scandals, mysteries, things that are hidden. And it's moving direct now so we can uncover those hidden, deeper things and move forward on our vision, as we'll talk about with other transits this month, like Sun and Sagittarius and Mars and Scorpio. So it's a great time to clarify what you want to be moving towards in your life for the year ahead and for the years ahead. Number two, dispelling illusions. So this means having real honest conversations with people and maybe letting go of things that aren't working in your life. Being honest with yourself, not lying to yourself or others. And that's one of, of course, the eight limbs of yoga that I teach and practice in the Quiet Mind Yoga community and membership. And that is part of satya, one of the practices of the yogic path to tell the truth, to be truthful with yourself and others. Because, yeah, it may be painful to tell the truth sometimes, 
but the short-term pain of actually acknowledging the truth and reality of the situation is always going to be less than the long-term pain of lying to yourself, lying to others, and causing harm. So number three, we want to change old habits. This is a powerful time for breaking old habits and patterns, things that are no longer serving you. And there's the phrase of what got you here won't get you there. So there's certain things that have been serving us and helping us to get to this point in our lives. And they may have been effective coping strategies, effective relating strategies in the past, but no more. And it's time to let those things go and be mindful of, is this really serving me anymore? Is this behavior, this way of thinking, this way of being really serving me anymore as it has in the past? If it's not, what's stopping you from letting it go? And there's always this idea that I have, if, if something I want to let go that's not working, especially with physical items or physical things, or even behaviors and habits and patterns, you could try letting it go and see how that goes for a week or four weeks or two months. And then if it's really not working, you can go back to it. So you can always buy the thing back or pick up the old habit again or pattern. And as I heard uh, somebody who's worked through a lot of addiction in their life, Russell Brand, the comedian, talk about, if you want to know if you're addicted to something, take it away and see what happens. So if you freak out and if it totally disrupts your whole life, then there might be something to work on there. If you can just let it go and it's no big deal, then it's no big deal. You can move on. And then you can make space for your vision and moving towards what is serving you in this new phase of your life that we're going through, through the eclipse and into the new year. Number four is to see challenges in relationships as opportunities to strengthen the foundation of the relationships. So with Venus going into Capricorn this month and then going back and retrograde through Sagittarius. We'll talk about that. But there might be some challenges coming up in relationship or things kind of going backwards and maybe they felt like they've been moving forwards and now there starts to be this energy of going back and reviewing things. This isn't necessarily bad, but it's assessing and reevaluating of like, okay, this is how things have been going. How would I like to move forward from here? And this is all to support the foundation of the relationship. There's this idea that you know, people talk about how sometimes women might test their partner in a relationship and how men might feel like threatened by that or back down from that or non-committal things like that. These kind of issues that can come up in relationship dynamics. And that is an example of this kind of energy of, of seeing how you respond to challenges, right? There's the unconscious desire to, to see how your partner will respond to a challenge and if they'll be steady, if they'll be loving, if they'll be committed, compassionate, kind. And yeah, sometimes that can be unconscious and there's a whole other realm of things we could talk about with that of why that might be unhealthy at times, but it can be a very healthy thing to bring up challenges, to discuss challenges, to, to find ways to strengthen the bond and the connection and intimacy of the relationship and see if it can hold up to challenges, which those things might be coming up now. And we'll go into more detail with that later in the episode. And then number five is to reflect on the transformations that you've made throughout the past year. So, of course, it has been quite a unique year and two years since the lockdowns began. And it's a good time right now at the end of the year, not just because it's the end of the year, but also a few other things going on this month to reflect and review and assess, like, what have I learned? How have I grown? Who have I become? And who am I becoming moving forward? because it's been a massively transformational 
year and two years uh, with all the lockdowns and pandemic things. So least favorable things, go through this a little bit quicker on this one. Just five things to try to steer clear of and not uh, feed too much this month. Number one is trying to sustain the status quo. This is essentially a fear of growth and change and transformation. And growth, by definition, is a bit uncomfortable and challenging. And going outside the comfort zone is, by definition, a little bit uncomfortable. So there is always that part of us, and it's you could call it, say it's the ego, and maybe that's all it is. Maybe it's more to it sometimes. But that part of us that is familiar and likes the way things are and doesn't want them to change and is afraid of what could happen on the other side of change. And we often have this sort of misled perception that making a certain change, like maybe moving to a different place or changing something in the relationship or changing something in the job, like that change at a pain level of one to 10 in pain would be like a six or seven. But the pain of just staying as things are, even if they're not really that great, the pain of just staying as, as it is, is only like a two or three, right? So unless we realize what we're really losing by just staying as is and not growing and not learning, not improving and trying to better understand ourselves and others or whatever the area of your life it is, the, uh, the more we might not realize what's possible on the other side of actually going towards that thing that we desire or that that calling that we might have to move in a certain direction. So I'm a big proponent of trusting those little voices of intuition and following the synchronicities of life, the messages from source and universe that are guiding you in a certain direction. And if we're open and receptive and listening to it, it's always available to us. And it's always calling us to grow and expand. Just like a tree, it's either growing or dying. And you water the seed, the water the roots, and you give it sunlight and attention and energy that it needs to support itself and continue to grow. Uh, but if you try to just stay as is, that essentially you're just the tree is going to die. So you've got to continue to water these parts of ourselves that want to grow, these callings, these intuitions. And if you're trying to just sustain the status quo this month, that's going to be quite painful and difficult and it might reach eventually to where staying as is becomes more painful and then the change becomes less painful. Sometimes we need that to happen externally through external circumstances. Sometimes we can do the internal work to decide to make that change or we can just wait until something happens and then we have to make the change. Those are all options. Not one of them is better or worse than the other but through my own observations over the years these changes are happening no matter what whether we are going willingly or unwillingly that there is this opportunity for us to grow and change and evolve and it can be an enjoyable experience rather than a painful experience. Number two is to notice our projections or pointing out faults of others. With all the Scorpio stuff going on this month, the shadow energy is quite strong where we might be able to see other people's faults quite easily. And if we have a finger pointing at someone else, we always have three fingers pointing back at ourselves because we can't see something in someone else unless there's some part of that within ourselves. And that can be a very difficult thing to process at times. And it was very difficult for me to wrap my head around when I was younger and first heard this idea. But one way you can do this is to just write down any judgments that you have about somebody, especially somebody who is very triggering and brings up a lot of stuff for you. You feel very reactive around this person be worth considering to write down what is it about them that is so much under my skin that I feel so strongly about. 
write it all down on paper and then consider asking yourself, how am I that? Is there any part of me that is like that? And the first ego response is going to be absolutely not, no way. And that means you're on the right track. <laughs> but if your response is like, you know what? I can see I've been like this. I've, I've felt that. I can understand why they would feel this way. Then you're starting to uncover the real deeper part of it, of where you are projecting onto others and where you're seeing things that are disowned parts of yourselves. What is hidden in the self becomes exaggerated in others. Now, that is one level of this. Now, there may be real actual abuse, neglect, difficulties, uh, abusive relationships, and that's a different topic altogether. And in that case, have boundaries, uh, take the space that you need. But if you can find some aspect of this in yourself, even in those situations at times, there are still opportunities to grow in your own part, but definitely remove yourself from the situation if it is abusive or neglectful or harmful. So number three is starting new romantic relationships during Venus retrograde is not a good idea. Uh, I would not recommend that. You can try and test it, but if you're single by the end of the month, you might want to just wait a few weeks before Venus goes direct again and then uh, try your luck around the end of January, really into February, around uh, February 14th. You know, So it's really January 29th is when Venus goes direct. So by then, uh, you'll have worked through a lot of this Venus stuff we're talking about this month. So if you're not in a relationship by the end of December, just maybe do your own inner work rather than uh, starting a new thing. Or it might just be a fun little romance that you have for a few weeks during the Venus retrograde. And then you learn some life lessons, have a fun experience, and it can be a totally positive thing. It doesn't have to be necessarily a bad thing. But I've seen this many times throughout these transits. It's best to just uh, not expect to find your life partner necessarily during Venus retrograde and start something totally new. Number four is feeding addictive behaviors, as we briefly touched on already. So if you notice there's any addictive behaviors in your life, like maybe you go and eat chocolate at a certain trigger every day, or you have certain patterns that you don't really like, but you just kind of keep doing it every day, noticing those addictive behaviors, and ideally, if possible, not feeding them, not feeding the triggers. And with anything like this, there is often some sort of trigger that it begins this whole cycle of the addictive pattern. And to be really aware of what that trigger is for yourself. And again, this is that deep shadow kind of work of this month. Number five is not being dishonest with yourself or others. So I've already touched on this a bit, but Again, just practicing truthfulness in what is really resonant and true for me. Not what I think they want to hear, not what I think I should say, but what is the honest, truthful experience and expression that I'm having in whatever situation? What are the, what's the honest truth of the situation of your finances, of your work, of your purpose? Are you living in your purpose? Or are you doing something that's a compensatory desire? Of, if I do this, then maybe I'll eventually get to that thing and kind of putting off your real desires and wants and expression to, you know, maybe if this happens, if that happened, then I can do this. First, I'll do X, Y, and Z, and then I can have this way of life that I really want or this situation I want. And sometimes that is true. And sometimes it's not being honest with ourselves. So we want to be aware of that and do that deeper work of going within. Journaling practices, things like we'll do at Mindful New Year can help with this. 
having a support group of some sort, people you can talk to, mentors, coaches, friends, all these things can help. So those are the five things uh, that are most favorable this month in my assessment and five things that are least favorable this month for December. And now we'll go into the 10 transits in a little more of a brief overview. Wednesday, December 1st, 2021 at 7.22 a.m. Central Standard Time, Neptune goes direct in Aquarius. So Neptune has been in Aquarius since all the way back in 2009. I've talked about this in past episodes. And just think of the massive changes in culture and society and progressive ideals and beliefs since 2009. We had the first African-American president in the U.S., just before this transit began. Uh, we had lots of massive changes and issues to do with gender, gay rights, race, class, culture, politics, all of these things throughout society, uh, climate change, all of these things have been massive issues. Those are all Aquarius kind of things. And Neptune dispels illusions. And we've seen massive exposés of scandals, of leaders, of communities, institutions coming into the public. Uh, things like the OSHA documentary on Netflix. I mean, just think of how many things like that you've seen in the last 10 plus years. And there's still more and more all the time. Uh, there's a recent one about a pharmaceutical company or something. I haven't seen that one yet. But I mean, all these things have been coming out. The Me Too movement, all the revelations about uh, abuse in Hollywood, things like that. So whatever your opinion about any of these issues, and there's much more hot button issues I'm not going to get into now, but uh, ones that are more divisive, but you know what I'm talking about. So all that stuff has been coming up and now Neptune is going direct again. So more of these revelations coming out over the next several months and more of these things coming to light to help move society forward towards when Neptune goes into Pisces at the end of this whole thing in uh, March, it's February 18th, 2023 is when we're fully into that Neptune and Pisces time, which is quite interesting because this metaverse stuff that's coming out now is very much like Neptune and Pisces. It's like illusions and imagination and be entering a world of pure imagination, especially around this time. Uh, so that's a long transit once it gets there in 2023. And we'll be seeing things like these virtual reality headsets and all this virtual reality living and world and all these ecosystems online will be proliferating with uh, Neptune and Pisces. Uh, we'll get to that later in future episodes. So on Saturday, December 4th at 1.33 a.m. Central Standard Time, there is the solar eclipse in Scorpio in Jeshta Nakshatra. So this is that last bit of this eclipse season that we're in right now. And it's a bit intense, especially being in Scorpio with the solar eclipse. Uh, this can bring up big issues to do with fathers, with religion, with government, with our things that we put external authority and power in in some sort, any sort of authority figures, where we're having big realizations and revelations coming out in these ways. And again, this is all the shadow stuff I talked about up front. It's a great time to be doing deep personal work, journaling, meditation, yoga, spiritual communities, things that help you support these things, therapy. Uh, there's an opportunity to make significant change here from a place of allowing and allying with the universe, aligning with the universe, rather than from efforting or trying to be right or trying to figure it all out. So we want to 
get into that more of effortless, easeful, allowing kind of space here. Because uh, this can be a bit intense. So I recommend just kind of laying low on this day, maybe taking a bath, having time in meditation, and maybe time doing some of these deeper practices uh, of uh, more spiritual insight, whatever your practice is that resonates with you. And then we have on the same day, Mars moving into Scorpio. So even more of this kind of energy. And this is a pretty powerful time. So Mars is a planet of action, ambition, drive, initiation. And it's in its own sign of Scorpio. So the concept of a spiritual warrior is a great way to approach this time. Directing the active, focused, intent, and intense energy of Mars to deep transformational work, understanding yourself, and committing acts of service for others. Yoga practices, highly recommended, especially strong active practices like vinyasa, even power yoga if you're into that. Then on Wednesday, December 8th, Venus moves into Capricorn. So the question to consider at this time, before Venus goes retrograde in December 19th, is what is the foundation of your relationships? So are there any regular routines you'd like to have in your relationships? Like maybe you go on a weekly date. Is there something unsaid that's worth discussing and communicating? Now is the time to improve the foundation of your relationships and build upon what you love and desire rather than just letting life happen or being unintentional. This is an important time to be very intentional. And again, part of why I'm offering the Mindful New Year course at this time just after this, while Venus is in Capricorn, to set the foundation of what you really love, what you want to create, what do you find beautiful, and what do you feel like lights up your soul, and that your heart expresses itself through what? And it's the foundation of everything else. And we'll be talking about that at Mindful New Year, and it's a good time around December 8th uh, through the middle of the month to be considering that. You might want to buy your partner flowers, dance together, sing them a song, make some sort of art together, have time in nature, and maybe make this a consistent part of your relationship. Like every Tuesday we go on a nature walk or something like that, at least over the next few weeks through this transit. And on Thursday, December 9th, Mercury in Sagittarius. It's just there for 20 days. Of course, the Mercury transits are fast. It's a great time for travel and exploration. So if you're going to see family for the holidays, if possible, traveling is very favorable with Mercury and Sagittarius in general. And it's a good time, of course, to put your mind to planning out the year ahead. So your intellect, Mercury, and Sagittarius, adventurous and fun-loving and adventure-seeking. So what kind of adventures do you see yourself going on in the year ahead? What kind of adventures do you want to go on? I'm going to be hosting a retreat Next year, I'll be doing some traveling at this time as well. So I'm using this energy very much and feeling very attuned to that. And I'm usually not someone who travels a whole lot, but I feel like a lot of that travel energy coming up towards the end of this month and into the next year to a degree. So be adaptable with any holiday issues coming up, any travel issues that might come up, but especially like holiday stuff and finding gifts at the last minute or uh, running around town, things like that that could that could come up and maybe there's more traffic than you expect and more delays than you expect uh, just because of all the Saturn Capricorn stuff that's still going on. A uh, little bit of restriction, restricted movement as we see throughout the world right now, a lot of restricted movement in general. So maybe you just do your holidays on Zoom and that's what it is for you this year and that's totally fine. Maybe you're able to travel and that's great too. 
But whatever the situation, it's important to be adaptable and have a bit of a childlike sort of fun-loving approach with Mercury and Sagittarius, which you might find easier to do as well. We always get to choose how to respond to life. And we can choose to respond in a more adaptable, playful approach at this time. On Wednesday, December 15th at 4.14 p.m., the sun moves into Sagittarius. So sun, our vitality, our power, our authority. Sagittarius, our beliefs, our values. I just talked a lot about Sag, and it comes up quite a bit this month as well. But we all have beliefs. We all have ways of viewing the world that we feel are the right way to view the world. They're true and valid. And it's valid for everybody to have their own opinion, even though you know, we might have one opinion and someone else has a completely different belief, even the opposite belief, we all still have them to some degree. And one way to approach our beliefs is to consider how it feels to hold that belief. Yes, we might feel it's completely true and we're right and just. And how does it feel to hold that belief? Even if there's somebody we're talking to that's completely disagreeing with us. Does it feel energizing or draining? Does it feel nourishing? Does it feel like gripping, holding on, efforting, struggling to hold on to this belief? I've personally done a lot of belief work in my life and let go of a lot of beliefs that I thought were absolute in the past. Uh, it, I'm not saying that it's the case for everybody or this is something for you to work on, but it's something to consider with Sun and Sagittarius of like what beliefs light you up? What beliefs bring you energy? And yeah, it might be true that X, Y, or Z is happening in the world, but when I focus on believing that and put all my energy into that, where do I go? Like, what, Do I just end up like fighting with somebody about it? Is it helpful? Is it constructive? Do I like who I am when I'm focusing on that belief? Maybe I don't have to stop believing it, but I could stop feeding it and focusing on it as much if it's not serving me anymore. Right, things to consider. You can take it or leave it. Uh, but if you feel inspired, again, you might want to travel, take adventures at this time. Uh, this is a very favorable time for travel. And if you are, and you might feel uh, this desire to learn about new philosophies, new concepts, it's also a great time for learning. And if you have time off work towards the end of the month, maybe listening to audiobooks, listening to podcasts, learning about things that interest you. Uh, consider connecting with or listening to a teacher who inspires you. Because the Sagittarius energy is about the teachers in our lives and where those beliefs come from. And you might feel a lot of energy from listening and learning new beliefs. On Sunday, December 19th, we've got the full moon in Gemini and Ardra Nakshatra. We'll talk more about that when we get there later in the month. But it is a fitting way to close out this year as the Ardra energy was very strong at the beginning of the lockdowns and has been tied with a lot of major events throughout history like 9-11 and the AIDS outbreak in the 80s and a lot more like that I've talked about in past episodes uh, when Rahu was in Ardra. It's an 18-year cycle that happens. So there's another one of those coming up in about 17 years. Uh, stay tuned. But <laughs> the full moon being here in Ardra at the end of the year is kind of an interesting way to close out this year and reflect on what transformations you've gone through over the past year and who you've become, what you've let go of, and what transformations are ahead into the new year. On Sunday, December 19th, Venus goes retrograde, as I talked about, and it's there until January 29th. So over a month of Venus being retrograde through Capricorn and Sagittarius. And there might be voices in your head that are afraid of commitment, afraid of intimacy, afraid of being vulnerable and opening up in relationship. 
that's a normal thing to happen in Venus retrograde. If you have a tendency to be somebody who's avoidant, this can really trigger that at this time. And if you're not familiar with attachment styles, it's really good work to look into. But if you have an anxious or avoidant attachment style, but especially avoidant, those issues might be coming up at this time. So doing your work to establish security in yourself and then in the relationship and having those deeper conversations about what the foundation of the relationship is. And you find yourself thinking about old partners with Venus retrograde. You go back and look at old relationships and wonder about what if, what, what could have happened, and what if I stayed with that person? But if all is well in your relationship and the partnership you're in, that's great. And this is a good time to just reflect on what you've accomplished, how you've grown, who you've become in partnership, and celebrate that. How have you learned about yourself? What have you learned about your partner? How have you grown together? What have you built in the Capricorn time and then more into the beliefs and the Sagittarius time at the end of the month? So we'll be talking about that in the weeks ahead too because that's going on for a while and it's a pretty big deal when Venus goes retrograde. And then we get towards the end of the month, Wednesday, December 29th at 12 a.m. We've got Mercury moving into Capricorn and that's going to stay there for an unusual long time for Mercury through Friday, March 5th, because Mercury is going to go retrograde here at the beginning of the year. So Mercury and Capricorn, our intellect, the buddhi, the intellect in Capricorn, foundation, structures, stability in our lives. So you might want to take a break from work a little bit at the end of the month, if at the, you know, the new year time, if possible. Uh, but if you are working, you can use this time to really set up the foundation of your business and going into the new year while it's still coming back through Capricorn with the retrograde. Uh, it's a good time to establish and review and reset the foundation of your business and your intellect and what, again, kind of the belief stuff we talked about, what beliefs you want to focus on, what ideas you want to give credence and value to, and how does it feel to focus on those things and which ones would you like to focus on moving forward. And then on Wednesday, December 29th, Venus goes into Sagittarius in its retrograde progress. So it continues going backwards to reevaluate your beliefs in relationship, especially. And you can expect some significant realizations and breakthroughs at this time. So Venus going back through Sagittarius of like, what do I love to learn about? What beliefs and values really feel true and resonant to me and harmony for me? And about relationships. So there can be some really big realizations through this time and it goes through the end of the year into the new year. So New Year's Eve and all that. So it's on Wednesday, December 29th and it goes uh, for quite a while. So the whole retrograde of Venus doesn't fully end until Friday, January 29th. So this is the time to be evaluating all those things we've talked about here. So if you'd like to learn more about all the transits coming up for next year and beyond, check out mindfulnewyear.com where you can sign up for the Mindful New Year online course. It's going to be amazing on 12-12-21. Remember that date, save that date, 12-12-21. And I'm really looking forward to it. It's one of my favorite events to offer each year. And uh, it's a combination of years and years of me doing this myself to plan out for the year because I just geek out about this stuff. And I found it incredibly helpful. I mean, I've been fortunate to see my work and my alignment with my own purpose continue to improve and improve every year, especially since doing this work. 
uh, I'll talk about that more in the next week's episode, but just the, the level of clarity and purpose that I have now is unimaginable to myself like 10 years ago when I first started really living my life and aligning my calendar and my year ahead based on the upcoming transits. And that's why it's so important to me to offer this podcast and so important and really fulfilling for me to offer this Mindful New Year course. So check it out at mindfulnewyear.com. And I look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.